turning in my favor. Welcome and thank you for joining this week's podcast with the Archbishop Nicholas Duncan Williams. In this transformative sermon, the Archbishop instructs believers of the benefits and blessings of remaining consistent, determined, and on track in your faith, despite challenging situations. Increase your faith in the Word and confidence in prayer by purchasing the Archbishop's book, Praying Through the Promises of God. Buy your copy today at ndwministries.org. Know today that this is God's word of encouragement for you. Be empowered as you listen. I want to challenge you today not to lose your faith. Irrespective of where you are in life, contend for the faith. Because the enemies and the adversaries' agenda is to steal your faith. It's to bring you to a place where you give up on your faith. You deny the faith. You stop believing and trusting in God and his word. And you begin to trust and believe in yourself or in material gains or riches and wealth. Please remember that all these things are sinking sand. For the Bible said that a man's life does not consist by the abundance of things that he possesses. It means that it doesn't matter your possession in life. Possession don't give life. Because if possession give life, then those who have money can live a thousand years and won't die. But possession don't give life. The Bible said that the judge shall live by his faith. Please come with me this morning as I walk you through the corridors of faith. The corridors of the heroes of faith. And to challenge you to also be among the heroes of faith. Because one day you'll be judged by how you live for God. You'll be judged by your walk of faith. Not by the wealth and abundance of things you have. None of the names we'll see among the heroes of faith was judged by the possessions of things. They were judged by their faith in God. First John chapter 5 verse 4. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. He didn't say the victory that overcometh the world is money. He didn't say the victory that overcometh the world is material things or success. He didn't say the victory that overcometh the world is connection or influence. He said this is the victory that overcometh the world, even, even our faith. Where is your faith today? One of the things Jesus said, he said, when the son of man returns to the earth, shall he find faith? Shall he find faith on earth? Because things are going to happen to nations and to men and to women that will shake nations and will shake all people. That men and women will lose their faith in God and have their faith in other things. But I want to remind you, as a believer, that we must keep faith in God. No matter what, keep faith. Keep faith with God. Because God never fails. God never fails. Don't have faith in your gift, in your anointing, 
in material things for they will pass away but the word of God abided forever the Bible said forever O Lord thy word is settled in heaven the Bible said in Isaiah 40 verse 8 the grass withered the flower faded but the word of our God shall stand forever heaven and earth may pass away Things will come and go. Nations will rise and fall. Kingdoms will rise and fall. Kings will come and go. But the word of God abided forever. If you believe it, put your hands together. Give the Lord a shout. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 7. For we walk by faith, not by sight. We walk by faith, not by logic, not by reasoning. Not by argument or philosophy, ladies and gentlemen. Not by money. Not by connection. Not by power. For it is not by might, nor by power, but it's by my spirit, said the Lord. Say amen. We walk by faith and not by sight. We walk not by what we see, but we walk by faith, which is a product of the Rima word of God. Say, I hear you. I challenge you today to walk by faith in the word. For all things was made by the word. And there was nothing made that was made, ladies and gentlemen, without the word. All things consist by the word. Anything we conceive and anything we accomplish in life outside of the word will not stand the test of time. For in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And all things was made by the word and there was nothing made that was made without the word. And we can create things and make things by our own wisdom and the intelligence and the skills of man. But it's just a matter of time when the wind blows and the flood comes and it rains. Everything that we build by the skill of man and the wisdom of man and the logic of man and the philosophies of men will not stand the test of the time. Only that which is built on Christ, the solid rock, shall stand the test of time. Put your hands together, somebody, and give God praise. I have seen a little bit since I've been young. And now... I'm growing and coming of age in this nation, in Africa, in the nations of the world. I've seen people that rose up and they were so powerful and articulate and they controlled powers and they had influence and access and wealth and material gains and money and they were untouchable and they were law to themselves and they used their position to oppress others and to seek to hurt others and to devise the demise of others and thought that they were untouchable and nobody could ever touch them, not because of their faith in God, but because of their connections and their influence to power and their access to material wealth and gain and it was a matter of time like Psalm 37 says he said I've seen men like a mighty tree and grow wings and many branches and he said and I went and I returned and I turned and I diligently sought for him and yea he was not We walk by faith and not by sight. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4. Behold, this soul which is lifted up is not upright in him. 
But the just shall live by his faith. The just shall live by his faith. Not by the faith of his father or mother. The just shall not live by the faith of his wife or the faith of his husband. The just shall not live by faith in material things, in money. The just shall not live by faith in political powers. The just shall not live by your own experience or skills. But the just shall live by his faith. By his faith. Not by my faith, but by your faith. And the fact that all of us, every one of us is given by God a measure of faith. And whether your faith will die or live, whether you have a small faith or a shipwrecked faith or great faith or a mighty faith is determined by what you do with your faith. Because whatever you feed grows and what you don't feed dies. That's why Sunday, first or second service alone is not enough to keep your faith alive throughout the week. You need a dose. You need an infusion of faith by hearing and hearing. But the word of God is a continuous thing. If you continue in my word, if you continue in my word, if you continue in my word, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. It's not hearing the truth. It's the truth you know. And this word know means experience. For Adam knew his wife. He knew his wife. That word know here means you have experienced it. You have encountered it. That word knowing means the word becomes flesh. And until you encounter the word, until you experience the word, you will never walk in freedom. Romans 1.17 For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Again, the just shall live by faith. This is declared in the Hebrew scriptures, which some of you call the Old Testament. And is declared now in the Pauline revelation or the epistles of Paul. It is declared in the epistles of Paul. Again, the Bible said at the mount of two and from the mount of three or two shall every word of God be established. And again, we see the emphasis of the fact that they must live by faith and not by logic or by argument. And not even by wisdom as much as wisdom is the principal thing. For without faith, it's impossible to please God. Not even by understanding, but by faith. But the audacity to believe God in the face of adversity. The just shall live by faith. And he said from faith to faith. Not from faith to defeat. Not from faith to failure. Not from faith to disgrace or reproach. But from faith to faith. Come on somebody. Give him some praise in the house. Put your hands together and give him praise. It doesn't matter what comes your way. And it doesn't matter what happens. And it doesn't mean that if you have faith in God, you won't have problems. That's not what I'm saying. Because as a matter of fact, those who have faith in God go through more challenges than people who don't believe God. Because the Bible said many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. We all face challenges. I was telling them at the first service, 
The friend of mine flew in with his private jet. And when he parked at Kotoka, he said to the wife, go to the hotel. Let me go see the archbishop. He walked to my office and he said to me, he said, archbishop, what is happening to our kids and what is happening to our family? He said, are you also going through crisis? And I said, yes. And he said, what's going on? What did we do wrong? Didn't we preach the word, pray for them, love them? And I said, we did all that and even more. But it's not about them, nor about us. It, has, it is about the legacy. It's about the next generation. The fight is about the next generation. The enemy is putting a fight over the legacy, the seed of the righteous, over the next generation. But I believe God, as it is written that the seed of the righteous shall be delivered. I believe that the seed of the righteous shall not perish. And it doesn't matter what fight the enemy puts out against the next generation and our seed. They will emerge victorious. They shall be delivered and they will survive some way, somehow. Say yes. And I said to them many a times, even though I have faith in God, I've been through things that I have to say to God. God, I resign this situation to you. And it's no more in my hands, it's in your hands. And I said to them, whenever you face a situation that there is nothing you can do about it, when all human skill and resources and intelligence is exhausted, when you don't know what to do and all hope has exhausted and it's failed, you got to learn how to release situations into God's hands. And to keep doing what God, you, God called you to do and leave the consequence and the outcome to God. I've been in situation, I go through situation every now and then. And I'll say, God, it's in your hands. I'll keep doing what you call me to do. It's in your hands. And sometimes I will say to the Lord, this is your fight. Sometimes I say, Lord, your name is at stake. Your glory is at stake. Your purpose is at stake. Not me. But it's your name that is at stake. Arise therefore to the cause and to the defense of your name and of your glory. Your glory is at stake. I'm out of it. So I'm not saying that if you are a believer and you are faith in God, you won't have trials. You will have trials. You, you have persecutions. There will be people who hate you for nothing. They hate you just because you believe in God. They hate you and they think you are bluffing and threatening people because of your faith in God. And so they will try. They will try everything. They will invoke powers. They will perform rituals. They will go to oracles. Go to mediums and to shrines with your name and your picture. To invoke powers. To show you where power lies. To hurt you. But who is he that saith a thing. And it cometh to pass. When the Lord God commanded it not. For it is written. Get your loins. And be broken in pieces. Take your counsel. And it shall come to naught. Speak your word. And it shall not stand. For God is with us. Somebody put your hands together. And give God a praise and a shout in the house. Who said if you are a believer and you have, you have faith, you won't have problems? 
Study the life of the heroes of faith and their families. They had great troubles and trials because the enemy will always fight and try you if you have faith in God. Just to get you to give up your faith in God. Just, he will hit you so hard with some situations and storms to get you to deny God and deny your faith. That was what happened to Job. The devil went to God and questioned Job's motive of serving God. And said to God, God, let me be honest with you. Have you checked Job's motive for serving you? Don't you see that the Job is serving you? Because of all that you do for him. That is why. If you like, give me permission to take away everything he has. And see if you continue to serve, he will curse you. Do you know some of you, you have been accused before the court of heaven. Satan is accusing you that you are serving God for something else than love for God. And God said, go ahead, take everything, but you can't touch his life. And when he tried everything and Job still believed, the wife came to him and said, Job, you are the only reason why no man is looking at me. And I'm sick and tired of this situation and this mess I find you in. I just need you to curse God and die so I can be free to remarry. And Job looked at her in the eye and said, babe, baby, you act like one of those silly women. I know that my God liveth. Are you hearing me, somebody? I know in whom I have believed. Oh yes, and it doesn't matter how we look right now, it might be rough for me right now, but weeping endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. If you believe it, say yes, say yes, say yes. Hebrews 10 35 to 39. Cast not away therefore your confidence. Don't throw it out. Don't give it up. The enemy wants to take your confidence. Cast not away therefore your confidence. Which you has see the enemy wants you to be without confidence. What is confidence? It's a sense of audacity and persuasion. You must have audacity in life. You must be persuaded. Say I am persuaded. The other day Paul said I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor heights nor depths can separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. This morning are you persuaded? Uh, you need to be persuaded because we live in dangerous times. We live in trying times in the history of humanity. Nations are being shaken. Continents are being shaken. Communities are being shaken. Governments and financial institutions all over the nations are being shaken. And you need to be persuaded of your faith in God that it doesn't matter what happened. Kinds come storm and high water that God is able to keep his people. That God is able to deliver and he will deliver if anybody believe it lift up your hand shout yes shout yes shout yes the three Hebrew young men said king he said let it be known unto you 
that our God is able to deliver and he will and even decides not to deliver we will not bow the knee to a strange God we will stand persuaded we will continue to believe God in the face of adversity because we know that our God is able to deliver and he will in the name of Jesus I command somebody's deliverance right now I command your deliverance I command the deliverance of your loved ones, your children, your family. In the name of Jesus, receive it. Shout yes. We live in times when the enemy wants us to lose faith in God. He wants us to lose faith in God and give up our confidence in God and walk like puppets on the earth. But I refuse. I refuse to walk as a puppet. I refuse no matter what. Go on and skim. I was telling them in the first service that sometimes I will be there and I'm going through things physically and I feel peace and calm inside. And I know that it doesn't matter how rough the situation is physically, it shall be well. And sometimes I will be there and I feel troubled and disturbed inside of me but everything looks calm on the outside and suddenly I know that something is going on somewhere. I know there's a conspiracy somewhere and I can feel that a group of people are scheming and they are consulting and looking for an occasion to devise my demise and my end. And I will go into prayer and I will say oh you that created the eyes you see and you that created the ears you hear and there is no secret in the dark that you cannot see oh lord god my shield my stronghold and my defense arise to my cause for wicked men and women are devising my head and my demise but as for me oh lord show me a token for good for thou oh lord art a shield for me my glory and the lifter of my head i plead my cause i plead my cause with thee oh lord for thy name's sake deliver me Go to Psalm 149. Read from verse 5 to 7. Let me show you something. Psalm 149. Let if you don't saints, know the judgments, you can't execute them. Go ahead. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud upon their beds. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth mm -hmm. and the two-edged sword in their hand mm -hmm. to execute vengeance upon the heathen uh -huh. and punishments upon the people, mm -hmm. to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron, mm -hmm. to execute upon them the judgment written, mm -hmm. this honor of all his saints. Praise this, ye the this, Lord. This, uh, this, this mistake, this mistake, this error, but this one, this honor have all his saints. To execute, the, 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 there are judgments written in the book. But you can't execute them if you don't know the judgments. Let me show you one of the judgments. Come to Psalm 109. I want to show you something. I want, I want to help you to know how to defend your case before God. I have a message pleading your cause in the courts of heaven. You have to understand the judgment written because we live in a wicked world. Two sisters. The elder sister was married. And the younger sister came to visit her. And the husband fell in love with the younger sister. 
And when the elder daughter told the mom, the mom said, so what is wrong? If she loves your younger sister, why don't you just let him have her? Cut a long story short. He left the elder sister, married the younger one, and the mother supported it. Listen, when I'm praying, eh, when I'm praying, I'm not intimidating anybody. I'm just responding to the things the Spirit of God is telling me. Because if you know the wickedness in the hearts of men, eh, you pray differently. Psalm 109, come with me. Look Hold not thy peace, O God of my praise. Okay, so, so he's, he's addressing the court. He's addressing the court. He's, a, he's now an attorney. He's addressing the, the judge of all the earth. And he said, Hold not thy peace. For the mouth of the wicked and the mouth of the deceitful now are open. Now he's establishing his case, pleading his cause. He's setting his case before executing the judgment written. He said, now, Father, watch what is going on. The mouth of the wicked, the mouth the of the deceitful, wicked, the deceitful are open against me. Are open against me. They have spoken against me with a lying tongue. With a, you don't know what it means to be lied upon. I'm telling you. I have been lied upon several times and sometimes I stand in the mirror, I look at myself and I said, is it you they are talking about? I was telling them there was a guy in the first service who came to me the other time and he went to town and said, Papa, you don't know what happened to me today. I had to fight for him. And I said, stop fighting for me. He said, he went to a place and some guys were telling him that you, you go to that church, give your money to that archbishop. And the guy said he saw me in Louis Vuitton or something shop in London and that when I walked in they sacked everybody from the shop and put close sign on the door to allow me to shop and I said me Nicholas in Louis Vuitton I don't even know where Louis Vuitton is and he said no 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 and the guy said I was there I saw it feely feely me he saw me me Nicholas in Louis Vuitton. And they sack everybody. Close the door for me. It hasn't yet happened. When it happened, I'll tell you. And that is the world we live in. And this is... Look at, look, look at what the guy was doing. Go ahead. Go they ahead. compass me about also with words of hatred. They compass me about with words of hatred. And, hey, and fought you can be hated for doing nothing. So he's setting his cause. He's pleading his cause. He's setting his case before God. Isaiah 53. Go ahead. 43. Watch something. Go ahead. So they fought against me without a cause. Have, have they fought you without a cause? I was traveling some time ago in Abidjan. I was sitting at the lunch. And then I met this gentleman. He was sitting there waiting for the plane to come. And I greeted him and he greeted me. And he said, are you the archbishop? And I said, yes. He said, I've heard a lot of interesting things about you. I said, well, praise God. He said, no, 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 no. This is serious. I've heard something. And I said, I said, you, have you also heard what people think and say about you? So I, before, so I said, before you come to any conclusion, can you get a feedback about yourself? Jesus said, who do men say that I am? Everybody must Get a feedback about yourself. So before you throw stones at people,
check your own life. Are you hearing me, somebody? For my love, they, they are my adversaries, but see, I give myself... He's still, he's still pleading his case. Oh, that's what he's doing. He's not executing judgment. He's setting his cause before the judge. He said, for my love, they became adversary. An adversary is one that brings a charge against you. They bring a charge against you without a cause. For loving them, they have become adversaries. Why God asked us? I understand this scripture. If you know how many people I have loved and helped who have become adversaries, taking advantage over me and my flock, stabbed me at the back, and I still walk in love towards them. It's not that I don't have feelings, but I made up my mind long time ago that I will serve Christ Jesus to the end without offense. And if you do me evil, you will reap it. The Bible said, even as I have seen under the sun, those that sow iniquity and those that do evil plow the same or reap the same. You reap the same. It's just a matter of time. Go ahead. And they have rewarded me evil for good and hatred for my love. They have rewarded me evil for good. If you know how many people have shown kindness and good to and have paid me back with evil, you have no idea. But I have decided long time ago that my assignment is to do good. And I'm blessed whenever I do good. So I will not let anybody who pays me evil for my good turn me into somebody else that I'm not. I won't let you change me from who I am. I will continue to do good. Period. I, will, I refuse to be bitter. Go ahead. Set thou a wicked man over him. Now he's executing the judgments written. Go ahead. And let Satan stand at his right hand. This is where judgment is coming on board now. And this is our right. This is, listen, I don't just do the, I put scriptures together. I defend my, I take my time to set my case before I fire. I take my time and I put scriptures together and I said now the scriptures cannot be broken. So judge of all the earth, thou that art is my lawgiver and my judge, hearken and attend, bow your ears accordingly and do, do according to the scriptures and as it is written. And let the angels that excel in strength hearken to the voice of the judgments written and execute them accordingly. And I'm not threatening anybody's life. And if you like, the Bible is there. You can buy it and do the same. It's simple as that. And let's see who wins at the end of the day. Go ahead. When he shall be judged, let him be condemned. He said, when he's judged, let him be guilty whether he is Innocent or not, let him be guilty. And let his prayer become sin. And if he tries to pray, let his prayer become an abomination. Let not his prayers be heard. Go ahead. Let his days be few and let another take let his, his office. Let his days be few and let another take that office that he's using to... to to, to hurt others. Let another take his office that he's using to oppress others and to devise wicked devices against others. Let another take that office. By all means, let another take his office. That means let him be disinherited and let him be dispossessed. 
Go ahead. Let his children be fatherless and his wife a widow. Let his children be continually vagabonds and beg. Let them seek their bread also out of their desolate places. Let the extortioner catch all that he hath. You know, I'm going to stop there. I, I don't want to go into it. It's too heavy. But go to Isaiah 43, 25. I, even I, uh -huh. am he that blotted out thy transgressions for my own sake. That is what I said that, Lord, your name is at stake. Your name is at stake. He said, for my name's sake, I will do this. When his name is at stake, he blots out the charges held against us for his name's sake. Go ahead. And will not remember thy sins. Put what? me in remembrance. Now, now, he said, put me in remembrance. Put me in remembrance. Based on the scriptures, put me in remembrance. Let us plead together. Then he said, let us plead. These are all legal terms. These are legal terms. The Bible is, is a book of technicalities and legalities. He said, let us plead together. I'm giving you. And then if you watch Isaiah, he said, come and let us reason together. Go ahead. Declare thou that thou mayest be justified. You see, he said, declare thou that you may be justified. Don't keep silent. Don't hold your peace when the wicked is working against you. Don't hold your peace. Declare it. Declare what is written. I will execute it. I will make it come to pass. That is the only way the wicked will fear and leave you alone. As long as they get away and they go unpunished, it emboldens in them and thinks they can do anything and get away with. But when a mischief, when a misfortune hits them and what they love and the people they love the most, they will take heed and leave you alone. Evil energy, negative energy around. Sometimes people will give me money and when I hold the money, I begin to feel negative energy. And it's like needles going through my hands. I hold the money. And I know that that money has been charged with an assignment. And the only thing that redeems that money is the first 10. When I take the tithe out of it and sanctify the 90 with the tithe. And I, I give the tithes to God. Based on scripture, the 90 is redeemed. The assignment is negated. But if you use the money before you pay tithe, even after you pay tithe, that assignment will work because you haven't redeemed the 90. Hebrews 10. For we have need of patience that after we have done the will of God, ye might receive the promises. For yet a little while, and he that shall come will come and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith. You see, three times the just shall live by Faith. The just shall live by faith. So, faith, your faith, your faith is your treasure. Don't lose it. Listen, when you are getting, when you are leaving this earth, eh, you will leave everything behind. But one thing you will need to make the transition is faith. You need faith. You will need faith to make that transition when the moment comes, and there come a time. When the assignment of men is over, that man has to transit from time to eternity. And you will need faith. It is, the, it is the vehicle you will need to move from time to eternity. Don't let anything take your faith. Don't let anything compromise it. Don't let anything steal your faith. Go ahead. 
But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. Of them that hold unto faith to the believing, to the saving of the soul. We hold on. We are not like them who turn back to perdition. God said, if you turn back, my soul will have no pleasure in you. Tell somebody, you've come too far to give up. You've come too far. Tell somebody, I know your life has been threatened. I know you have been threatened. And I know there's a lot of intimidation. But hold on to faith. Keep faith alive. Keep on believing. Live by faith. Don't turn back. The Bible says we are as a lion that will not turn back until he devours all. Can't turn back. You've come too far to look back. See, I hear you. Don't be as Lord's wife. She was commanded not to look back, but she turned back. Tell somebody, don't turn back. Don't turn back. Go forward. Your future, your, your future is before you, not behind you. So go forward. Go forward. Haggai 2, 6 and 7. Haggai 2, 6 and 7. For thus saith the Lord of hosts, Yet once, it is a little while, and I will shake the heavens and the earth, uh -huh. and the sea, and the dry land, mm -hmm. and I will shake all nations. Shake all nations, not just Ghana. I will shake all nations. Go ahead. And the desire of all nations shall come. That is Christ. And I will fill this house with glory, saith the Lord of hosts. This house that men are determined to destroy, God said, I tell you, I will fill my house with glory. Are you hearing me? Not with shame or reproach, but with glory. And it shall come to pass, Lord, for it is your glory that is at stake. It is not me, my name or my father's house, but it is your glory and your house that is at stake, O Lord. Thou that answerest prayer by fire, arise, thunder your voice as a lion, and let the wicked know that thou art the judge of all flesh and the possessor of the heavens and the earth. For when you said in the beginning, let there be light, and you separated the waters from the earth and gave it a perpetual command and decree that it should not transgress and come into the light, it obeyed you. Where was man and who is man that threatens you, O Lord God? Show men that thou art God. Joel 3.16 The Lord also shall roar out of Zion. Roar. You see, the prayer I just prayed. When I'm praying, I'm not just speaking my mind. Though. I'm proclaiming scriptures. I know what I'm doing. I'm giving voice to what is written into the element and into the atmosphere to go into effect and let the winds and the sea, the sun, the moon, the elements carry it. I'm giving voice to the word. Say it again. Read it again. The Lord also shall roar out of Zion. Roar out of Zion. And utter his voice Zion from Jerusalem. For the church. Go ahead. And utter his voice from Jerusalem. Uh -huh. And the heavens and the earth shall shake. But the Lord will be the hope of his people. Uh -huh. And the strength of the children of Israel. He said I will be the hope of my people. When I shake the heavens and I shake the earth. I will be the hope of my people. When men are cast down, then shall thou say, there is a lifting up. Why? Because God is your hope. And your exceeding great reward. See, I hear you. 
Isaiah chapter 40 verse 8. The grass withereth, the flower fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever. That is why your faith must be in God and in his word. He said the grass fades like men. Men, a man born of a woman is like the grass that fades. That withers and the flower that faded. But the word of our God shall stand forever. If there's any time you must put your faith in God and in his word, it's now than ever before. Lean in, lean in, and secure. Lean in, lean in, the next verse. Try your faith. He will throw things at you on all sides. But you got to learn how to lean on your everlasting arms. I went to preach in a church, in a city. We had an 18 hours prayer meeting. Great move of God. And when we finished the meeting, the enemy began to, to threaten me. Started threatening me, intimidating me. And for a second, I, I, I started panicking. And then the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God reminded me of Luke 10, 19. And Luke 10, 19 came alive in my spirit. And I said, behold, it is written, I give unto you power to trample upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Say, I hear you. And I started confessing it. I started speaking it over and over and over again. And I kept hearing it and hearing it and hearing it. Until my spirit began to absorb, absorb and to receive and to believe it. Then the spirit said, don't leave North Dakota from the same city you flew in. Don't fly out of this city. Fly out of another city. So I called my office. I said, find out if there's any flight from the, any city from North Dakota, apart from North Dakota. They said, you have to 
drive about two miles. And I said, fine, get me out from that city. I'm not getting out from here. And they said, why are you doing that? I said, don't worry, just get me out. So we're driving. And at the point of driving, I had, a, I had what I call a projection, a flash of accident. So I said to everybody in the car, I want you all to begin to pray in the Holy Ghost right now because I didn't know what to pray for. So I said, I said, begin to pray in the spirit. So everybody, logo di la gadafas. Elamada kadivu sikia. Hey! Suddenly I heard, pow! And the car somersaulted. Pow! And the car somersaulted. Was him, Jesus, Jesus. And he came back on his feet. And the right tire was destroyed. And the car pulled over. And we rolled down the window and the man came out and said who are you and I said why he said do you see that river there that is the devil's lake the Indian medicine man's lake nobody has an accident here and lives somebody say exemption somebody say divine exemption the devil's lake is in a place called North Dakota. Sit down for two minutes. Psalm 119, verse that's 89. Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. The word is settled, it's unmovable, it's not negotiable. Don't lose your faith, have faith in God. Believe in God. Trust the word of God. You know something the psalmist said in Psalm 109. He said, for my love, they hated me. But I gave myself to prayer. I love that. Oh, I love that. You know, I discovered that scripture at a particular time of my life. When I was going through the worst battle of life. And people I thought I loved and I cared for and they loved me. Showed me that they only loved me when everything was fine. And I faced the greatest betrayal of my life. And at that point, I realized that the only thing that will work for me is all I, I know to do, to give myself to prayer. And said, for my love, they hated me. But I gave myself to prayer. Tell somebody, give yourself to prayer. Give yourself to prayer. Listen, stop talking. Stop talking, stop arguing, stop trying to let men sympathize with you. Just give yourself to prayer. Mm. Jesus. Come with me to Daniel 11, 32. Daniel 11, 32. And such as do wickedly against the covenant shall be corrupt mm -hmm. by flatteries. Yeah. But the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. If you know your God in the midst of adversity, in the times of trials, and we live in times of great temptations, great trials in the history of nations, lives are threatened. But he said the people who do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. I pray for you today that you be strong. That you do exploit in trying times. 
in evil times and in difficult times that when men are cast down you will say there is a lifting up Psalm 3 the other day David said many are they many are they that are against me he didn't say few he said many 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 be they that trouble me too many people are troubling me and they have gone to the extent of predicting my demise and I've said that there is no hope for me even in God which means that even God can help you but David said for thou O Lord are the shield about me my glory and the lifter of my head he said many be they that trouble me now go to 2nd Thessalonians 1 6 2nd Thessalonians 1 6 sin is a righteous thing with God this is New Testament to recompense yes to do what to recompense tribulation to them that trouble you so it's a very simple thing david said many trouble me there are people in this life eh? they just hate you for being who you are that's all it's not because you've gone after their wives or children or anything they just don't like you and let me tell you something there are people that will never like you even if you kill yourself so live your life Live your life. Live for God. And here he said, it's a righteous thing for God to trouble them that trouble you. But as for you and your house, let the Lord show you a token for good. In the name of Jesus, say yes. Say yes. Say yes. Sit down for a minute. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 32 to 35, and then one more scripture. Hebrews. And what shall I more say? What shall I more say, ladies and gentlemen? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon, and of Barak, and of Samson, mm -hmm. and of Jephthah, and David also, and Samuel, and the prophets, mm -hmm. who through faith subdued kingdoms. Let kingdoms be subdued today in the name of Jesus. Not through money. Not through intellect or connection or steel or influence. But through what? Faith. Kingdoms. We're brought down. Today let kingdoms come down. I said let kingdoms be subdued. Let the kingdoms of men be subdued. Let satanic kingdoms be subdued. Let financial kingdoms be subdued. Let family kingdoms be subdued. Let economic kingdoms be subdued. Let political kingdoms be subdued. Let religious kingdoms be subdued. We subdue kingdoms in the name of Jesus. Say yes. Go ahead. They wrought righteousness and obtained promises. Stop the mouths of lions. Every lion. Every lion. Every beast. Every dragon. They have deployed and summons. To swallow you up. To devour us. We shut the amount in the name of Jesus. We shut the mouth of lions. We shut the mouth of the dragon. We shut the mouth of crocodile. We shut the mouth of the beast. In the name of Jesus. Let the amount be shut. Clap your hands and say I shut. I shut. I shut. I shut the mouth of lions. Powers. Principality. Spiritual wickedness. Let the amount be shut. In the name of Jesus. The Bible said, be vigilant, be sober.
For the devil is like a rolling lion, seeking who he may devour. Eat you up. You will not be eaten up. You will not be devoured. Your children will not be devoured. Our nation will not be devoured. This house will not be devoured. Our loved ones will not be devoured. By any devouring spirit. We shut them out of the devourer. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Go ahead. Quench the violence of fire. We quench strange fires. Say, say I quench. Evil flames. I quench. Strange fire. I quench strange fire. In the name of Jesus. We quench demonic fires. Every fire outbreak in your house. We quench it. Any fire outbreak on a plane. In the dwellings of our people. In this house. We quench it. Let that evil flame be quenched. We quench it. Clap your hands. Quench every evil flame. Quench it. Shake it off. Quench it. Amen. Go ahead. One minute. Go ahead. They escape the edge of the sword. I command divine escapes from eminent dangers. I command divine escapes from the hand of the enemy. I command your escape from the conspiracy of the wicked. I command your escape from the sword of the wicked. Be delivered. I command your escape. Command divine escapes. Put your hands down. Proclaim, declare, command, divine, escape, 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 escape. In the name of Jesus, escape. You will not be a victim of any evil. You will not be a casualty of any thing. Receive divine escapes. Give two people a high five and say, receive divine escape, divine escape. You know, you know, September 11th, 9-11, there was a guy, a believer, he worked at the Twin Towers, one of the Twin Towers. On his way to work, he decided to stop by to buy a cappuccino at a Starbucks. So he was in line, waiting for his turn. He was very close to the office. He said, let me have some coffee before I got there. Once he was in the line, the first tower exploded. Somebody said, divine escape. The Bible said, there shall no evil befall you. Neither shall any plague come now your dwelling. He said, a thousand shall fall on your side. 10,000 on your right hand. It shall not come near thee. Only with your eyes you shall behold and you will see the reward of the wicked. Somebody put your hands together. Give God a praise, a scream, a shout. You know, for it is written, the snare is broken and my soul has escaped like the bird from the snare of the fowler the snare is broken let every snare be broken you will escape your children will escape your wife will escape 
your husband will escape, your children will escape, your loved one will escape, this house will escape, 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 escape. Put your hands together. Thank God for divine escape. Open your mouth. Shout escape. Out of weakness, they were made strong. They were valiant in fight. Tend to fly the armies of the aliens. Women receive their dead raised to life Let again. your children who are dead in sins and in transgression be resurrected. Let them come to themselves. Let them turn back to the Lord in the name of Jesus. In the day that the enemy tried to visit you, let the angel of the Lord block them. Let them see the angel of the Lord. Let the angel of the Lord block them. Let the angel of the Lord stand in their way. Put your hands to that. Command the angel of the Lord to block them, persecute them, block them, stand in their way. In the name of Jesus. You will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I said you will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Anyone after this message that would think ill of you let it be ill with them a thousand times and anyone that a thought of evil will go through their mind where you are concerned let it backfire sons of Belial their job and assignment is to afflict others they, 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 they availed themselves for, to be used by the devil to hurt others. Go to chapter 21. I'm reading from verse 9. From and verse she wrote nine. in letters saying, Proclaim nine. a fast and uh -huh. set Naboth on high among the people uh -huh. and set two men, sons of Belial, before him. Sons of Belial. To bear witness against him saying, uh -huh. Thou hast blasphemed God and the king and then carry him out and stone him that he may die. Sons of Belial. Sons of the devil. Their job is to lie about people. Naboth had his vine, vineyard. The king wanted it, covetousness. People who covet other people's things. They covet other people's blessings. And the man said, it is my inheritance, I can't give it to you. And he went home depressed. Then the wife Jezebel said, why are you so depressed? He said, I want the vineyard of Nabal and he won't give it to me he said don't worry at all go to sleep I will get the sons of Belial to sit on his right hand and left hands I will invite him to a special cocktail and when he comes I will set him up implicate him and will kill him and set the sons of Belial on his right and left hand to lie about him to implicate him and they lied on him and killed him you think he will go free when you share innocent blood like that, hey, you will not go unpunished. Anyone who takes our name anywhere for evil, performing sacrifices of human beings or animals in the name of the Lord Jesus, let them not go unpunished. Let their cup be full. Let their cup be full. Command their cups to be full. Let their cups be full. Let their cups be full. Let their cup be full. Let 
the cup of the wicked and evil doers be full. Let their cups be full. Amen. Lift up your hands. Say, Heavenly Father, I repent for living by my own senses. Say, I repent for living by my senses. I repent for not living and not walking by faith. Today, I reconnect to my faith in God. Let faith come alive in me. I break faith loose. I break my faith loose from the fears and doubts and unbeliefs. From the threatenings of men. From the arguments of men. From the logic and philosophies of men. I break my faith loose. In the name of Jesus. I break my faith loose. And say, Father, I know that there are many that hate me without a cause and wish to silence my voice. But let the opposite happen. Let the opposite occur. Let their voice be silenced and make my voice stronger than theirs. For my voice is for thy glory, O Lord, and it's for the benefit of many. For they are of no use to you. Neither are they of any use to humanity. They seek to hurt others. Do unto them as it is written, O Lord. But as for me and my house, show us a token for good. In Jesus' name, Amen. We know you are blessed by that word of God. And look forward to you joining the messages of the Archbishop Nicholas Duncan Williams again. For more information on our events, books and messages, please visit NDW Ministries online at www.ndwministries.org or call our offices on plus one eight seven seven three six one five one. One, one. Once again, thank you for joining the Archbishop today and may you continue to experience the life-transforming power of God's blessings.